Welcome to Passport Control. Can I have your passport, please? Yep, got it right here in this plastic wallet. That's very efficient. Yeah, efficient is my middle name. Hmm, well I've just checked your passport and your middle name seems to be Ian. I'm afraid you're going to have to come with me, sir. Wait, wait, but what? Silly side, sit in the noir. Absurd cat welcome where the shade side to and by. City's never silent. It exhales loudly before settling down for the night. The population stream in and out of boxes from smaller moving boxes taking turns to sleep, whilst I am always watching. Streets become quieter, roads less congested. The city has indigestion and needs a Rennie. It's 7.22pm. Hello, uh, are you okay? Is anyone hurt? Yes, over here. Can you move? No, oh, I think I'm trapped. The steering wheel's pushing on my stomach. Well, hold still. I'm on my way. Are you hurt anywhere else? No, there's some blood. It's going to be okay. What's your name? Gordon. Ha- Harry Gordon. Well, Gordon, don't worry. I'll see if I can get you out. Thanks. Are you a doctor? No, but it's okay. I'm an IT systems analyzer on hand to help. Where does it hurt? My, my legs, my stomach. Oh, there's, there's blood on my head. I don't think it's too bad. Well, okay. You've been in a car crash, and if there's one thing I know about, it's crashing. You know what? You're really lucky I happen to be around. Not many people have an accident and have an IT systems analyzer on hand to help. Have you called an ambulance? Don't need one. I can get to the root of the problem and fix you. All I need to do is reboot everything. I think you should call an ambulance. I'm injured. I'm not feeling too well. We don't need the emergency services here clogging up this small space in which we have to work. What are you doing? This is called a laptop. It connects wirelessly. Shouldn't take too long. Whatever for, it's it's probably best to leave this to the professionals. No, it's no problem. We'll have you out of here and fixed up in a jiffy. What's wrong with your legs? They hurt, they feel crushed. There's a lot of pressure on them. Nothing a quick defragmentation of the boot drive won't sort. What? A defragmentation won't hurt a bit. Ah! Ow! My head. Ow! Anywhere else? My back. Who needs a doctor, eh? It's a good job I got here first. It's all in the capacity of the RAM and how many megabytes you can upload and at what speed. I'll tell you I'm great in an emergency. You keep calling for a medic, but all you need is an IT systems analyzer on hand to help. You don't need the emergency services to come all the way out here and waste their precious time on a series of small injuries like this now, do you? Do you? Harry? Gordon? All right, mate, are you hurt? No, 
I'm good, thanks. God, look at this poor bastard. He didn't stand a chance. I'm sure he's going to make it. Have you been able to help him? Yes, I was a great comfort to him in the last moments of his life. Did he say anything? Yes. He praised the good that all IT systems analyzers do in their line of work. He understood the sacrifices that we make in the name of knowing everything. Knowledge is power, and he understood that power is best used. I'm still alive. God help me. Get me out of here. Shutdown complete. So did you say something? No, it was just an error message. Welcome to Passport Control. Can I have your passport, please? Uh, yes, here it is. Excellent, thank you. Great picture, very handsome. Thank you. Handsome is my middle name. Oh dear, sir. I've just checked and your middle name's Ian. I'm afraid you're going to have to come with me. But, but I... Hi, welcome to Talking Tornadoes. I'm Drag Cooler, and my guest tonight is Frank Stein from the World Meteorological Society. And we're going to be discussing hurricanes, specifically how they're categorized in size and how they get named. Frank! Drag, it's great to be here. Big fan, big fan. Lovely. Firstly, we're all aware of Hurricane Buffy is thankfully headed out to sea and missed landfall completely. That must be a huge relief. Absolutely. I own a couple of properties out there in Florida, and I have to say, I was so relieved when I heard his trajectory has changed. I'd only just finished wallpaper in one of them. Great. Well, I guess the burning question people want to know when they talk about hurricanes is how they get their names, Frank. Well, it's about where the hurricane may fall. It's alphabetical, but the name must reflect the society about the landmass where it's most likely to hit. So, for example, in late August 2010, the ninth tropical cyclone, sixth named Storm, was called Frank. No relation. It made landfall in western Mexico, and as Frank is a well-known name in Mexico, it made sense. We've also used Ken and Patricia, for example. Great Mexican names. But the World Meteorological Society has decided this year to remove this system. Why is that? We had a lot of complaints from Mexico, and it was thought giving a deadly tropical depression a cute name was downplaying how deadly these storms are. It's been decided to upgrade the names to make them sound more dangerous. This should reflect to the general public the severity of the threat. So no more Fifi or Bob? People were not taking Storm Bob seriously, Drac. And Fifi, well, I didn't work there when it happened, but I'm sure if I had been, I'd have tried to veto that one. So what do we have coming in their place, Frank? Well, Drac, we have a tropical depression moving northwest at the moment, and it's looking like this may become a moderate tropical storm with some potential. So, starting with A, we've decided to call it Absolute Annihilation. Frank, that's pretty harsh. Do you not think the general public will be more scared using this naming system? They ought to be. This is not a comedy sketch. This is about ensuring the severity of the situation is understood. I mean, we have two further storms peaking. Boom, boom, bang, and catastrophe. People need to understand that this is real. And what comes after that, Frank? Well, there's a lot of debate over this one, but we went for death. Followed by ending life, frenzy, 
on God's violent handshake. That that seems a little over the top, Frank. No, we want people to be scared, to hear this storm is coming and leave the area, keeping them safe and away from harm. But then you have Hurly Burly? It's not all doom and gloom. This one is looking like it might be dissipating already. Isotope is even further down the line, so yeah, we'll go a little softer when needed. Okay, well thanks, Frank. Join us after the break to find out where other names have been chosen to take the place of John and Jane. See you after these sponsors. Welcome to Passport Control. Can I have your passport, please? Yes. Nice holiday, sir? Yes. Good weather? Yes. Bit quiet today, aren't you, sir? Often quiet? Yeah, well, quiet is my middle name. Oh, bugger. We both know it's Ian, sir. You better come with me. Welcome back to Talking Tornadoes. Before the break, Frank was giving us the lowdown on the new naming system for hurricanes. The idea now is to scare the general public so they get to safety quicker. Betty and Belinda are gone, but what do we have in their place? Do you have the list for the rest of the alphabet there, Frank? I sure do, Drac. J is for jackhammer. Then we have kaboom, liquidation, and murder world. I, I came up with that one. Um... Well, we like the idea of keeping some of the characteristics of the hurricane in place. Okay, but Murder World? Then, of course, coming from the Caribbean Sea, we have Necrosis, Oblivion Window, Pandemonium, Quietus, Rampage, Slaughter, Turmoil, Ugly, and Vacuum Cleaner Attack. Surely there is not one for X. It's a tricky letter to come up with for words, right? Yep, that's true. But we went with X marks the spot where you die. That's slightly literal. Just trying to keep it real, Drac. And why? Yeast infection of the wind. We struggled with Z for many months until one day I was watching the Michael Caine movie Zulu. I decided it would form the basis of the last alphabetical storm. Now, Jack, to understand this one, it has to be said while doing an impression of Michael Caine. I dread to think. Zulu, don't shoot until you see the whites of their eyes. I'm so glad I asked. Well, join us next week, where I'll be speaking to W. Wolf, who will be explaining why we don't name raindrops. East, mid, south, west, radio. Just lay down. We've got the hits. Well, hallelujah, it always seems to be raining for these two men on East Mid-Southwest Radio as we head over to Stargazing Live. You join us here once again at the observatory as we continue our quest to map the night stars and do battle with the British weather, which perpetually seems to be against us. Um, are you going to come and join me, Bundy? Almost finished, Ted. The show has started, Bundy. Two more seconds. Done. What have you done? Hang on, Ted. Let me bring it over to you. Ta-da! What do you think? It's awfully big, Bundy. What actually is it? Well, we've been up against this dreadful rain for so long now, I thought I'd build something that might cheer us up a little. A treat, Bundy? How exciting! But what exactly does it do? If you press that little button there, Ted, I think you might be in for a pleasant surprise. Oh, I do like pleasant surprises. This little button here. That little button there. All right, then. Oh, hang on. Just a little fine-tuning, and... There, that's got it. Try the button again, Ted. Right you are, Bundy. Take two. Hot apple pie and custard, Ted. Bundy, you've made a pie dispensing machine. 
Not just dispensing, Ted. This machine makes the pie freshly from scratch and serves it up in one of three delicious flavours. Apple, rhubarb or beef and onion. But you need to remember to switch the custard setting to gravy for that one. How utterly magnificent. But I'm sure when you first started building this machine, you said it was going to revolutionise the way we could see the stars on a cloudy, rainy night? That's right, Ted. It doesn't only make pies. That's just a luxury feature I designed especially for us. But if I move it over to the telescope, I'll show you its main purpose. You need a hand, Bundy? No need, Ted. I just have to connect these leads up to the telescope like this, and then plug this wire into the computer like this, Uh and hey presto, we have liftoff. With just a single touch of this button here, Ted, even the bleak, constant downpour of cold, relentless rain won't prevent us from seeing the glory of the night's starry sky. Ooh, can I press the button, Bundy? It's this one just here, Ted. Right you are. It's a laser for our telescope, Bundy! Indeed it is, Ted. My goodness, this is exciting. How far does it project? Approximately 9.46 trillion kilometres, according to my calculations, Ted. Or, if you prefer it, about one light year. Now that is a powerful laser, Bundy. No expense spared here, Ted. Oh, (laughs) it's made another pie. Rhubarb this time, if I'm not mistaken. This is awfully thrilling, Bundy, but I'm far too excited for pie. I'm, I'm keen to know if the laser actually can pierce through the night's rain and perhaps finally give us a little glimpse of Cyrus the dog star. Only one way to find out, Ted. To the telescope. You don't have to tell me twice, Bundy. Do you want to man the telescope then, Ted? Oh yes, the telescope. Now this is very interesting, Bundy. I quiver with anticipation, Ted. What can you see? I'll bring it up on the computer screen so you can see it too. Now what on earth is that? Not on the earth, Ted, but somewhere high above it. Well now, this is a first. I'm not really sure what to say, listeners, but... Thanks to Bundy's incredible laser pie machine, we're finally cutting through the endless night's rain and we're seeing, well, how would you describe it, Bundy? I'm not sure quite where to start, Ted. It's a sort of magnificent bright white circle of light. Excellent analysis, Bundy. That's my conclusion also. But what actually is it? You don't suppose we're finally in the presence of the magnificent Beetlejuice? I'm not even sure it's a star, Ted. But it is awfully bright and it... It seems to be getting bigger. Bigger or closer? But if it isn't a star, then whatever could it be? Cyberbullying? Um, I I don't think that's what that is, Ted. Hmm. I say, though, you don't suppose it's some sort of interdimensional galactic spacecraft here to make first contact with two humble stargazers, do you? Actually, now it's closer. I can see it a bit clearer. And if I'm honest, it's awfully helicopter-shaped for an interdimensional galactic spacecraft. This is the police. It is an offence to project a laser into a commercial flying area. I'm ordering you to switch it off immediately. Crumbs, Ted. It's the Rosers. This is your final warning. For goodness sake, Bundy, you better shut it down. Switch off the laser or we will use force. Gracious me, Ted. I, I've never been so panicked. If you could hurry it up just a little, Bundy, I think they're pointing a gun at me. Heavens to Murgatroyd. There, that's it, Ted. I think it's off. think the police are off too. My goodness, that was a close call, Bundy. My heart's positively thumping. <laughs> Shame about your machine, though. I was just becoming quite fond of it. 
I've made another pie though, Ted. Small mercies, I suppose. Apple again, I think. Lots of custard. Shall we have a cup of tea? You can't have pie without it. I'll get the kettle on. Welcome to Passport Control. Can I have your passport, please? Uh-huh. Got any middle names today, sir? No. Uh, oh, dear. It says here your middle name's Ian. What? You tricked me. You best come with me, sir. Uh. Hello, Flower World. Yeah, hello. Is this the one and only choice for your bespoke floral arrangements, Flower World? Yes, it is. How can I help you? Uh, I'd like some flowers sent, please. And what's the occasion? Um... What are the options? Well, a birthday, wedding, anniversary, funeral. Oh, yeah, a funeral, please. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. When did they pass away? Well, the date's not been set yet. For the funeral? For the death. Now, this is what I want the card to read. Graham, you have failed me for the last time. Expect a visit. Love, Danny. Hang on. Do you think that love part is too much? Shows you care for that person very much. Right, yeah. Remove that and put regards... Danny. Sorry, I thought you said they died. Ah, not yet, not yet. Oh, I don't think we should be sending them flowers yet. Oh, okay. Well, what are the options again? Birthday, wedding, anniversary. Uh, All right, anniversary. Of what? Two weeks until their death. Hello? 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 Kev, um, would it be possible to shoehorn some herons into this conversation? Have you got a shoehorn? No. Can I crowbar a heron into the discussion? Have you got a crow? Uh, no. Have you got a bar? N- uh, no. Oh, I don't think you thought this through enough. Probably want to be thinking of a word that you have on you at the time. Can I wallet a heron into this chat? You probably have your wallet on you, right? I do. Well, that's not the right word for this sentence, but you know, what is it about the herons? I just want to chat about the herons. You always want to talk about herons. Well, they form an important and pivotal part of our podcast. I joined Cat Noir on a pro-heron basis. For what purpose? I thought Cat Noir was a heron discussion group. No, no, that's not true, is it? Because you filled out that application form and ticked the wrong box, didn't you? You ticked herrings. Remember? How many times do I have to bring this up? It was herrings, and herrings aren't funny, are they? No. Herons, funny. Herrings, not. You know what herons do to herrings, don't you? No. They eat them, Kev. Right out of the can. Wait a minute, how does a heron open a can? It just sort of walks into the supermarket like anyone else, buys the can, pulls off the ring pool. You don't need any specialist equipment. Wait a minute, you just said it walks into a supermarket like anyone else. Have you seen a heron walk? It does like a three-step shuffle, walks forward a bit, back a bit, forward a bit. It's a regal bird. Regal heron? Yeah, they're like the kings or the queens of the swamp or the moorland. They stand still for hours. If I was going to change my name, it would be to Regal Heron, the Swamp King. Twirzel's chocolate tastes a bit like fairy tales. There it was again, Kev. Did you hear it? Hear what? That chocolate thing with the music and the soft, milky voice. No, must have missed it. I swear it's not the first time either. I'm sure I've heard it before on Cat Noir, just sort of popping up, banging on about chocolate and then disappearing again. I've no idea where it's from. I don't remember writing it. I don't remember recording it. It's weird. Oh, a lot happens in this podcast though, Matt. It's hard to keep up with it all. Are you eating? Just some chocolate. That's a bold move to be munching in front of a microphone whilst recording a comedy podcast, Kev. Wait a minute. Chocolate? Um, yeah. Where did you get it? Well, I didn't pay for it. It just sort of rocked up in the post. 
Really? Oh, yeah. I generally get a few boxes sent to me each week. Had a crate arrive this morning, actually. Ah. I wish I got free chocolate sent to me in the post. Except in summer, I guess. What flavour is it? Um, this one's Twerzel's Chocolate. Blancmange flavour. Oh, lovely. Can I try a piece? Yes, yeah, certainly. Let me break you a bit off. Here you go. Thanks, Kev. That does taste like Blancmange, with a subtle hint of fairy tales. I've totally forgotten what we were talking about all this before, though. Oh, don't worry about it. Just have another bit of Twerzel's chocolate. Here you go. Mmm. You've been listening to Cat Noir. This episode... This episode was... This episode was performed. I'm so sorry. Do you mind do, do you mind just doing that somewhere else? Well, I've got a contract, mate. Yeah, but I'm trying to record. Well, I don't care. I know I've been paid for a contract. I will stand by that contract. Well, let me simply just say this, and then you can go about cutting down whichever tree you wish to cut down. Oh, really? Can you actually, can you actually hear yourself think if I do this? If you, if you stop doing that, if you just stop for just for the moment, let me record my lines, and then you can go about your business. Didn't hear a word, mate. Didn't hear a word. You have been listening to Cat Noir. This episode was written, performed... Would you mind switching it off, at least? I'll give you eight seconds. You have been listening to Cat Noir. This episode was written, performed, recorded by Kevin Chilvers and Matt Simons with editing by Gary, the sound engineer, and the guest introducer was me. Join us next time for more of this. Oh, yeah. Very clever, mate. Very clever. If you have been affected by any of the issues raised in this episode, then please seek immediate medical attention or follow us on Instagram at Cat Noir Podcast. The Cat Noir Podcast is sponsored by Twerzel's Chocolate. Welcome to Passport Control. Can I have your passport, please? Ian. 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 No. No cheating. Ian is my middle name. I don't have any others. I'm in really in a hurry today. Hurry not your middle name, then? Uh, no, it's Ian. You sure? Very. You're always in a rush, sir. Yes, I'm a very busy person. Would you say Rush was your middle name? No. Shame. Well, everything seems in order. Good. Can I go? I suppose so. Thank you. Thank you very much. I love you. Sorry, did you say something? Can I come with you? You work here, don't you? Yes, but it gets very lonely all here by myself and you seem such fun. I guess I just wanted to have a bit of a life. Enjoy the sunshine, have days full of joy. Your life seems like a bundle of fun. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, fun is my middle name. Oh, I got you. If you could just come with me, sir. Oh, damn. The Cat Noir podcast is sponsored by Zapsplat.com. It's where we get nearly all of our sound effects from.